Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. a lot about that here that it's so critical that you and I understand that you know we're not somehow entitled to breathe the air that God created many times we, we kind of lose sight of that you know there's in the Western world today very much an attitude of entitlement and what I mean by that is just that we take for granted and we kind of have this attitude like God owes us something God owes us nothing out of his generosity and his love and his kindness and most of all his mercy he has given us an abundance in a world where people constantly try to cheat and take advantage of you it can be easy to fall into the feeling of entitlement but today pastor robert reminds us we must remember to not feel that way with god remember to be grateful for everything he's gifted us because he doesn't owe you anything Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Please just pardon the, the frogs that have taken up residence in my vocal cords. But I'm super excited to uh, continue in our studies in the book of Matthew. We simply, at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, we go through the Bible, we study it chapter by chapter and verse by verse, and, and it's funny, sometimes people question that and occasionally even want to, for some reason, get angry about it, but we, I chose when we started the church 24 years ago to approach it that way simply because I realized two things. One, I don't, I don't have to be thinking up topics all the time, which is a good thing for you because I'm not that creative. And uh, even if I were, I would tend to focus on stuff that I like to talk about, which again is not in your best interest. If all I ever talk about are the themes and topics that I prefer to talk about, then you're going to miss out on 95%, 98% of what's in the Bible. And the point for us is to try to go through everything that's in the scriptures. You know, the apostle Paul at one point points out, you know, that he had done the very best that he could do to teach the whole counsel of the word of God. And we believe that the scriptures are the word of God, that they're powerful, that as we simply take the time to read through the book and dig in a little bit so that we understand what, what was written and, and why, that the, the Word of God applied to our lives by the Spirit of God has the power to change us. And so we, we just go through the book. And we left off at uh, Matthew chapter 5. You know, Matthew 5, 6, and 7, commonly referred to as the Sermon on the Mount. It begins with the Beatitudes. Beatitude is just a Latin word for blessing. So the, the blessing scriptures there at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. We're going to pick it up where we left off. 
chapter 5, verse 4, and uh, we looked at the first beatitude. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And today we're going to consider the next two beatitudes. Uh, but I want to back up and start from verse 1, and then we'll just look at it in the flow. Matthew 5, 1 tells us concerning Jesus, and seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain. And when he was seated, his disciples came to him. Then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Now, I explained to you last week, you know, he's there in that region around, we refer to it as the Sea of Galilee. If you've ever, ever been to Israel, you know that it's, it's a big lake. It's not even like our great lakes here in the United States. It's, um, if I remember right, it's something along the lines of 12 miles by 17 miles. I'm, that's, that's a ballpark, but in, in term, you know, 12 miles wide, 17 miles long, you can see across it. It's, um, it's a big lake, but it is a lake. And as he was ministering in that region and, and the cities and towns around that area, Matthew says at one point, you know, he drew aside. He went up on, on a mountain. Now, by Florida standards, it's a mountain, okay? You understand? But by the standards of the Northwest, it's a little hill. It's not that big. But he, he drew aside and he, he went up on top of this mountain where the, the multitudes could hear him. They were, they were there. But then Matthew points out that the disciples, meaning his students, those who were there to learn and be taught, when they came to him, then he sat down and he taught them. And, and we're just looking right now, we're still looking at the very beginning of it. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Now, I hope what you'll notice as we go through these over the next several weeks is that there does seem to be a logical progression to this. Verses 4 and 5, in my opinion, are often misunderstood and taken out of context and therefore incorrectly applied. But last Sunday we talked about the fact that poverty of spirit doesn't require material poverty. This is not talking about poor people. This is talking about people who, who have a, a right relationship with their father. The, the poor in spirit have come to understand that everything they are and everything they have is his. And that we are completely, we're utterly dependent upon our Father even for our next breath. You know, we talk a lot about that here. That it's so critical that you and I understand that, you know, we're not somehow entitled to breathe the air that God created. Many times we, we kind of lose sight of that. You know, there's in the Western world today very much an attitude of entitlement. And what I mean by that is just that we take for granted and we kind of have this attitude like God owes us something. God owes us nothing. Out of his generosity and his love and his kindness and most of all his mercy, he has given us an abundance. He's, he's given us air to breathe. He's given us water to drink. He's given us food to eat. He's given us opportunity. He's given us intellect, he's, you know, opportunity, all these things, but he, he doesn't owe us. He's not obligated to give us any of those things. And if we take a step back and recognize, wait a minute, I, I, have, I have some issues. I'm, I'm far from perfect. You don't owe me life. You don't owe me anything. Thank you for everything you've given me. Thank you for giving me life. Thank you for giving me breath. Thank you for giving me opportunity, allowing me to live in the United States of America, allowing me to live in this beautiful South Florida environment. When we come to him with that attitude of dependence and that attitude of, of gratefulness, that's poverty of spirit. That's where, you know, you can be utterly destitute, 
you know, having nothing in terms of the world's goods, material goods, or you can be wealthy. And, and, you know, either one can come to God with that open, grateful heart, just saying, you know, okay, I have have nothing, but I trust you because you promised you're going to take care of me. So I know that when I need something to eat, it'll be there. Even though I don't have anything stored up, you're going to provide my next meal. Or I can come to him saying, you know, my barns are full, but it's all yours. So what do you want me to do with it? That's poverty of spirit. Either, either way, it's an attitude of heart, poor in spirit. Well, in the same way, this statement about blessed are those who mourn for they'll be comforted, we need to understand it not in the context of physical loss. You guys understand what I'm saying? Listen to me. A person can be grieving the loss of someone they love and still not be capable of receiving this blessing that he promises to those who mourn, not be capable of, of, being, of receiving the comfort that he promises. You know, I, I've had the sad duty of performing quite a number of funerals, memorial services, you know, and this kind of thing over the course of the last 24 years as a pastor. And it's, it can be a beautiful, bittersweet experience, and it can be a horrible experience. When you realize this family has no hope and I'm not going to be able to give them any because they don't believe anything I'm saying. They're just kind of going through the motions of something that's, you know, socially expected to do this little service. I I literally had a mother of a 10-month-old tell me one time she had lost her 10-month-old baby. This baby had been through multiple organ transplant and survived, you know, for a period of time and then ultimately died. And the police department had called me and actually my, my wife and one of the ladies from the church had gone because it was during a church service that I got the phone call or right at the beginning, I guess, of the service. They went to just sit with this mom and, and be with her because they were not from here. They were from another state but had been here for the, the procedure and everything. And she was all alone. Her baby had just died. And they sat with her for an extended period of time. And then after the church service was over, I went and sat, you know, we stayed with her for a long time. And then they asked me, you know, if I would do a little, a little memorial service. And at the funeral home, at the memorial service, she sat and cried. She said, I really wished I believed something. I mean, what a statement. I really wish right now I believed something. She was utterly hopeless. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it a part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's Tracy to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. 
come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study, or join us online as we live stream. You'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time right here on Main Thing Radio.